0: begun the console war has
1: I think you all know I'm a big believer in console generations
0: yeah I mean gamers love great games
1: Maybe you'll be sending us a video of your ears and your head,
0: and we'll make a 3D model of them. Transformative gaming experiences to all gamers across the globe. Ultra HD Blu-ray and a brand new controller with haptics and adaptive trigger buttons. Uh, gamers having great access to the content from the creators they love on the devices they own. Fluid motion. expansive worlds. Sampler feedback streaming. 10.3 teraflops. 120 frames per second. The future of games. And here we go. Hi, welcome to the Console Wars podcast, th- talking all things console wars. Welcome. Uh, I'm John, and I'm here with Maddie. Maddie, Hello. say hi. Hello. And today uh, we're going to be really getting into
1: it. You know, gloves are off. We're going to be talking Nintendo major Nintendo. News. <laughs> That was just me shouting Nintendo because of the <laughs> Nintendo. <delay>. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo's. They've entered the ring. They've entered the
0: ring and it's time for them to take a beating because <laughs> i have letting them off the hook for too long.
1: <laughs> they went quiet for a bit, you know, the um, the other two, what what'd you call them, competitors, you know, Sony and Microsoft have been chuking out for a bit, taking the limelight, Nintendo, where were they? And then suddenly this thing happens. I mean, I didn't watch it. Because <laughs> I, I had better things to do. But you watched it. Didn't
0: you, were, you? You? you were busy morning Rush Limbaugh, right? That was what <laughs> you were doing. I'll tell you uh, so what, what I happened? did watch it. And I watched it right after it aired because I, you know, working for a living on my grind, didn't get to watch it live. <laughs> but before I watched it, I just saw all the reaction. Like, what would you rate this out of 10? And it was all like two, three, <laughs> four. And I was like, uh oh. Knives are out for Nintendo. So I watch it and so what we'll do is since you didn't watch it, Maddie, I'll just guide you through all the announcements. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, We can do it either in chronological order or we can do it in (laughs) order of uh, (laughs) major, you know, major (laughs) announcements. Um, And I think it'll be funnier if we do the latter, just because the first one that got posted, I'm looking at this IGN story, everything announced uh, at the Nintendo Direct february 2021 and it starts off with quite a doozy so we can start with that
1: let's go hit me
0: all right brace yourself strap in (laughs) xenoblade chronicles 2 pyra and mythra joined super smash brothers ultimate in march
1: 2021 okay i mean should we talk about i there's my thing with Smash. there's I honestly feel like a radio host. Well, here's my thing with Smash, okay? It's just like... Coming up next. <laughs> the online's fucking awful. <laughs> so I don't get how pe- where people are playing this game. Unless... Well, it's like
0: a tournament thing, right?
1: Right. But we're but in a pandemic. Point, I what you mean. Like it, The online is terrible. So unless you've got friends or siblings or whatever, nope. and you're yes. living with them right now, who's playing nope. this game?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I always played it as, just sort of something that I would play with friends casually, either you're half paying attention or you're drunk or whatever and you're playing Smash. The fact that it became this huge you know, tournament thing or this very competitive game was so bizarre to me just because it felt so goofy and not... I I know I've heard all the things right now about, like, why it's a good competitive game, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I, I don't... I never understood this franchise. Like I, I think I've purchased every single one of them, and then I play it, and I'm like, "Why did I buy this?" Because I don't. That's me. I, I play with my sister a bit when I'm home, and it's like a fun party game, but nobody really knows how to play it where I'm playing it. But um,
1: you just destroy them. No, I'm not even. I'm bad at it. I'm
0: like, I'm (laughs) like, I I mean, I still beat my sisters, my friends. (laughs) They're casuals. Um, but. I don't, yeah, I have no clue what about it is, like, so compelling. But I, I guess I'm never, I'm not into fighting game, like, proper fighting games either, not to say that it's not a fighting game. But, yeah, I don't really understand the sort of pandemonium around it, especially these character announcements. And then they just announced, to be fair, I've never played Xenoblade Chronicles, but there's, like, 18 different anime characters with swords at this point in the game, maybe yeah, more. Yeah, got
1: all of the Fire Emblem, fucking Fire Emblem people in it. The yeah. op- moth, the OP Smash character. Oh yeah. But like my thing with Smash is I don't. It's not about the game. Like obviously the game is really well made, and if something's competitive, it's competitive. I don't really. I'm not like a purist about it because I'll never be good enough anyway. I think like the one that I enjoyed was melee, and it wasn't because it was like the best Smasher or anything. It's just because I had friends, and I was like seventeen. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, and obviously there's. There's other 17-year-olds that exist right now um, that re- must really like Smash. I just think, like, the online is just so bad. It's, like, unplayable. So, that's the, the only thing is, like, how has it got longevity if the majority of people can't play it? But we can move on. Like, I'm not, you know, I don't <laughs> no, actually like give a shit. Like, so. I,
0: I would say that, I mean, this is just, you know, a springboard for these critical discussions that we're having. <laughs> and I'm glad we're having them. It sucks. Um, <laughs> Smash is bad. Um, it's for casuals. No, like, I, I think the one that I played the most locally with friends was um, uh, the Wii one, whatever it was called. Brawl? Ew. And then the other one, and then the next one was called the Wii, for Wii U. Like, oh, come yeah. on. Um, yeah. and, and now it's Ultimate, which is the for Wii U version. But it's it, it's really yeah it. it it w- I get the fun of like having a bunch of people in a room and playing it. I guess I just didn't have to do that that many times. And I feel like we would do it for like half an hour and then just kind of get bored. Um, you know, you cycle through random characters and this and that. And you like kind of experiment with the, you know, the items and this and that. I think it's more just for me. I like the, as like a Nintendo loser, um, not the break yep. character, but I do love Nintendo. Like iconography and things like that. So seeing like, oh, like whatever star fox is picking up the the fire flower or whatever i'm like that's cool that all this stuff but at the same time i just like yeah i I don't really care i guess i do like i every time i see like a new character has been announced i like tune in to see what it is as if i'm gonna be like this is what's gonna bring me into smash the piranha plant being in the game
1: i mean uh, they, they peaked with like sonic and snake and yeah you know fucking that was like game fox Sort of uh, threads come to life kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it was like fan fiction. Yeah, like, yeah. But um, anyway, we can move on from Smash. But yeah, neither of us are a fan. It's a bad game. Decided, round one, Nintendo, yep. you lost. Um, so they're
1: on. They can be on minus minus one.
0: They're minus one. So the next thing that uh, another yeah. thing that I, the big moment of the thing for me is when the um, the Zelda producer Aonuma. Uh, I yeah, Aonuma came on the screen, and he said, I guess when you saw me, you, you'd assume that I'm bringing you news about Breath of the Wild too. Unfortunately, wow. we have nothing to show that's, this time. <laughs> that's, like, amazing. That's pure fucking Nintendo. Where it's like, you think it'd be like, and you're right, and then it'd be like a tease. It's like, I thought it was going to be like, and we have nothing for you, but check this out. But he did that, and he said, but check this out, and it's Skyward Sword HD announced yeah. for Nintendo so Oh,
1: yeah. Like, God. It's like a, it's yeah, it's like a, it's like a meme or something. But I like that game, so I know, I know you do. To me, it's not a laugh of matter. <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> I just, I played a little bit of it at my friend's house, I think, and then I was just like, I don't, I don't like the motion control stuff. I never really did. I famously like hate motion controls in games where people like them, even like, not famously, nobody knows this or gives a fuck, but uh, <laughs> like Resident Evil Four. I hated the motion control version and that's like the definitive one that everyone loves. Like, but then I felt like I was playing like time crisis or something
1: like that. I
0: I hated it so much. Like seeing a giant reticle. I'm like, this really breaks the tension when I'm like, you can see my, you know, anxiety shakes on screen. (laughs) Um, yeah. So like I had no interest in that. And then in this version, because they have to make it playable and in handheld mode, like they put the movements to the sticks. This Like, right. the sword movement to the stick, which is cool. I like that idea. And I'd give it a shot if it was, like, $30 or something. But I know it's going to be, like, a full-priced
1: title. Yeah. I mean... You
0: know it's 10 years
1: old. Oh, God. It's 10 years old. It's 10 years old. I followed that game. That was one of the few games, like, I don't do this anymore. Um But I was, like, pre-released, excited, hyped. Loser. that game. <laughs> I think it was because it was, like, oh, well, it's got to be something different because... At that point, everyone, kind of, the consensus was that Twilight Princess was, like, a conservative, you know... Yeah. uh Ocarina was, 2, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, what are they going to do? It's, like, painterly, and uh, the Wiimote stuff, don't really have any memory of it, to be honest. So it wasn't egregiously bad. It was pretty cool, I think. But the game's just, like, really well designed. It isn't, like, a groundbreaking... It doesn't change the formula. It's, it's very much sort of a a tweak a refinement or like a...
0: Yeah. No, and I was going to say, the funny thing is when they when they announced this, they're like, please give this a shot because it has a lot of the elements from Breath of the Wild that you love so much. They like know wow. people love Breath of the Wild. Like we have the stamina, like it ha- it introduced the stamina bar and crafting and this and that. So like, I think they want to express that like, hey, fans of the genre will love this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot. it. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like, obviously it's nothing like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. But like, in fact... It's kind of like the antithesis of Breath of the Wild because the main sort of adjustment that that game made was um, it made the overworld and the dungeons a little bit more similar. So basically, like, if you imagine, like, Ocarina, like, Hyrule Field and stuff, it's mm. basically nothing in it, and the same goes for, like, Twilight Princess. And in Skyward Sword, it's much closer, the overworld stuff is much closer to, like, a 2D Zelda where uh the distinction between actively
0: fighting enemies and this and that yeah fighting
1: enemies there's like environmental puzzles and there's like a sense of like progression through this like green forest and then you get to the dungeon and it kind of doubles down on you know those mechanics and stuff
0: that's interesting i'll 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 probably give it a shot if it like yeah if it when it's you know in 20 years when it drops to 30 dollars or whatever Um, But I have good news for you. If you're into Skyward Sword, they're releasing Skyward Sword themed Joy Cons. Get yours Uh in July.
1: (laughs) No. Well, they're just gonna break. (laughs) I
0: know. It's weird that they have this like reimbursement, like mean uh, repair plan for the Joy Cons, and then um, like they're not better. They're just new ones, right? They still have this. Like I think they have
1: most of the same issues in terms of the drift. I don't think there's a. I mean, someone can. All of our listeners out there, they can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, worried. email us. But, um, I don't think they've changed anything. Like, if they have, it's extremely minor. Because, I mean, it's the worst thing about the system by far. Like, it's awful. I haven't had an
0: issue with it breaking. I felt it loose, like, after I played Hades on it in handheld mode the entire time. And, um,. I, like that's a pretty aggressive, quick game. And I was playing it, you know, with the Joy-Cons on the, on the handheld. And I was just like afterwards, I, I'm like, Ooh, this is a little loose. Um, and yeah, like my, that happened to one of my sisters, I believe. And yeah, it's really, really bad.
1: So uh, minus two next minus uh, two, uh,
0: minus. And you know what? Because you like the game, I'll we'll give it a zero. So there's still a negative one. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of Hades, Hades physical copy coming out for switch, that's a plus one. They're now at zero. Um actually like I mean who cares really but I, I do like owning I like I like uh owning physical copies of things I just like I'm not going to buy that game again. Mm. Um Splatoon 3 announced for Nintendo Switch.
1: Don't care. <laughs> Don't
0: care. <either. laughs> My sister is like probably like one of the top like top 0.01% of Splatoon player two players in the world. Like she's really good and she's wow. played it so much. Um I like it. Like, I played it and I like it. I just, like, it's too... I don't know what about that game makes it feel like... Well, I mean, like, Nintendo's online service is garbage, so that doesn't help. But um, I think versus stuff like Halo or Call of Duty or Fortnite even, where, like, I get really into it and it feels, like, legitimately... That's like I guess it's the same way I feel about Smash, where there's just this sort of, like... I don't know if it's just the kiddie aesthetic or something that makes me feel like it's less um mm. serious or like not really get into it in a really competitive way i think the gameplay is just so simple that yeah. you know i know there's a lot of different strategies to it but I, I do like the game i just like i would never play it for more than you know 20 minutes at a time
1: yeah i got to um splatoon 2 i, I just don't get it it's <laughs> not fun like i just don't it's, you know I, I, like find the, it fun, but... I mean i don't think it's bad it's just not fun to me like it's like um I've never, sort of, I don't think I understand how to play the game, because for me, yeah, it's always fair. like, I'm always running out of paint. Yeah, you, gotta swim. you gotta swim. Yeah, I know you gotta swim, but that kind of like... Matt, you didn't know you had to swim. <laughs> what? No, you know, like that balance between how often you're going in. If you think of like, how often do you reload your gun in Call of Duty? Well, 2.5 seconds is... Worse than two seconds, like that 0.5 seconds could be like yeah. huge, you know. In Splatoon, it's like you do it for ages, yeah. yeah, and and also you do it a lot more frequently. And I just, and obviously, the incentive is like, well, when you're reloading, you're actually underneath the ground and you can move around and like get the drop on someone, but and like I get it, but I just couldn't do it. So, he also said,
0: compared to Kata, it wasn't racist enough for you, right?
1: Yeah, uh, but. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> everything that i say before the podcast you're not meant to bring up <laughs> so.
0: but uh no it's just like um it's i, I yeah it's like a little it's something about it feels like a little clunky to me i agree and like don't get me wrong i i do like i was really into call of duty at various points in my life and i i totally like i really got into that because it's like there is something more visceral visceral and there's more strategy to it i feel like and the thing is, same as Smash, this has a huge like competitive community of like tournaments mm. and things like that, mm. which is so strange to me because these games just feel like party games to me. I know that like Splatoon is mostly online, but there's something yeah. about them that feels like super, I guess like like a Nintendo game. It's like super easy to get into, but then that I don't know. I get this like baseline. I'm just like I don't want to get like really really good at something that's so simple. I don't know
1: for for a baby, for a baby,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um but yeah negative one because we don't like <laughs> splatoon. i mean it what does
1: it look like
0: because it, it looks like splatoon 2 except yeah. it's like in the desert so it's like a michael bay it is very call I'm of in. duty-ish actually I'm it's in, in the desert who knows who, who what poor middle eastern country they're colonizing um but uh no it just like it looks like it has like a desert aesthetic to it um that
1: like uncharted 3 Yeah, like the
0: beginning of the trailer is just like she goes on a train in the middle of the desert and then goes to like there's another Splatoon City or whatever. It looks like kind of it's like the darkest chapter in the Splatoon series.
1: I Um, mean, the one benefit of Splatoon 3 is that we'll get more porn. So that's good.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I've never looked that up. And I know what I'm doing after the pod now. (laughs) Um, Next thing, Mario Golf Super Rush announced for Switch. It's coming out in June. Speed golf multiplayer mode, motion controls, a story mode, and so much
1: more. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, last time they said there was a story mode, <laughs> didn't they? What was that for the <laughs> tennis game? And everyone was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Mario Golfer, Game Boy Color. Like, like they're, they're finally doing another RPG, and then it wasn't that. Yeah,
0: this seemed like a little more in-depth than the tennis game, which I played, and it just seemed like, that felt like a $10 game that they put into a $60 game, because there was like nothing that was to it. that. Um,
1: I and... mean, I'm just, and I'm sorry, can I just say, I don't know what I talked before this podcast, but I'm just like, fucking like, bouncing. Go on. Sorry. I'm just fucking like, hyperbole central.
0: <laughs> they Go fucking on, what you lied. What <laughs> Um, but, yeah, like, I, I... I, I, It looked kind of fun. It's, like, you play as your me in the story mode and whatever. I don't know. It's just, like, I, I actually kind of like arcade golf titles, and I like the Mario sports games. I, like, I'm a big Hot Shots golf person, but I think, for me, it's always, like, this is pretty good, and I'm just going to play it when I'm bored, and then I'm going to get to this point where I'm just like, why am I still playing this? Like, it's so easy. Um, but it could be fun. I don't know. Like... These golf games hold my attention for like a week or whatever, but I don't know. Mm. It just feels like it depends on how like in-depth the story mode is. It could be fun. It could be good. It could be fun, but yeah.
1: So they, they, zero points, neutral. I really just think they're not bad games. like games. I just think that there's been something missing from them. I don't know if it's like the thing with an RPG system is it just adds like some complexity, you know, to the progression or whatever. And yeah.
0: I mean, like, it's pretty standard for sports games now, too, to have, like, a story mode and, like, all these different modes and this and that. Not to compare it, like, to, like, an NBA 2K or FIFA or something like that. But, you know, if you're paying $60, as much of those games are just, like, you know, screwing you over by having the same thing every year. You know, they're fully featured, at least. They have, like you know i mean they make you pay microtransactions for like every single thing but you know there's a story mode there's a single player mode there's all these multiplayer and there's like a lot of stuff that is expected and the mario thing is going to come out it's like do you want to play versus arcade or story and then the story mode is just going to be like you fight you play all the different characters yep um so and i don't you know
1: you got a trophy at the end
0: yeah a mushroom trophy and it's just like Games are too expensive now to make me feel like okay, I'm gonna buy this tennis. I mean, this uh, golf game or this tennis game because I felt like really stupid buying that tennis game and then being like, oh my god, there's nothing left to do. Um, Well, thankfully, there's some good news. Project Triangle Strategy announced for Switch and Octopath Traveler. People, it's not a good game. You don't like it? It looked. I really like the look of it, but I just like I'm not into Square games.
1: Yeah, it's just not good. I've heard that. that It's just not fun. (laughs) It's just... I don't know. I'm not being sort of overly negative here like I do. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. Just don't think that game's very good. And it was really, really, really hyped up because it was like the sort of the 90s SNES gamer wet dream thing where it was like these are the fucking sprites but with like Bloom. Yeah, And um, it just... If you take all of the sort of bells and whistles away, the structure's interesting, but, like, it just isn't that good. So, I mean, this could be good. We don't know.
0: Yeah, I just, like, I the sort of turn-based combat stuff does not do it for me at all, or whatever. that is. I, I'm assuming that's what it is, right? Not yeah. combat, uh, you know, gameplay. Like, I like the look of it. It's just, like, you know, I'm not a good person to combat on JRPGs in general, because it's, like, most True. of them are just complete poison to me it's just like i don't know i see like the art on this and it looks really nice but i know i'm not going to beat this game so um i don't know it, it the, the art looks good so maybe it'll be like a good iteration on the octopath's potential but ultimately this is a fail and they get negative one points and they're at negative two now uh um, <laughs> just like everyone loved. It. Oh, this looks great this was a huge fail for nintendo um <laughs> Star Wars Hunters, a free-to-play squad-based online multiplayer game by Zinga, that is set between The Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Wow. Zing, that
1: looks Zinga great. Zynga.
0: Zynga. Zynga. Zynga.
1: do they look like mobile games? Zynga did a really big... They do Angry Birds. Why do I care? Right? It's a free-to-play Star Birds? Wars game.
0: I thought they were like Farmville and like...
1: Oh no, that was Rovio Zynga, I think.
0: Yeah, it's Farmville they did, and like Words with Friends and stuff oh, okay. like that, and like well, Poker. So you know this is going to be good and not predatory at
1: all. <laughs> yep, yeah. I mean this is the most, this is the best sounding thing so far for me. So
0: <laughs> finally, yeah. a game for us true gamers. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, you know the trailer looked incredible. All the graphics looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a day one for me. So it's free to play. So I'm, but I'm going to send them some money anyways because I just can see the effort they put into it. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. Fall Guys is coming to Switch a year after nobody cared about it anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, I switched a fucking sh- ship post podcast.
0: I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. This is what it's all about. This is what I dreamed of. <laughs> uh, I did like Falk. I really liked, Falk. like, despite no everyone kind of turn, turning on it, <laughs> yeah. And, so and no right mox? away, I loved it. I really like. I had such a good time with it for, like, a couple. I guess almost a, month, a few weeks at least. And I won, a few like four or five times. And I was just like so pumped every time. I, I thought it was great, and like I liked how bad it controlled in a weird way, where it kind of had yeah. that gang, beasts feel where you barely are in control of your character, their arms are flopping around, you're like hitting the sides of things and flying everywhere. And I love I really liked it. I mean, it is very luck based. There's a lot of ways I lost where I felt cheated out of it or whatever. But it's a really fun game. I just think it kind of came and went during COVID. And I don't think anyone's gonna care about it. it. It might like be cool for people that didn't but again, it's not a free game, right? So I just remember being free for PlayStation uh, Plus. So it's going to be like a, whatever, $15 Switch game or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, I mean, Switch owners are starved of like anything good. So I think maybe it could be... No, I'm just joking. It's like... Uh... <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I played it for a little bit. I I, I also like the um bad controls. I think it, it was an interesting choice because it kind of... Although you could sort of dominate, you couldn't really dominate. Exactly. And it just leveled the playing field out a bit. And I like that idea. But yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah. It still felt like, oh, I'm good at this or whatever. And there was like that one... Oh God, what is the, I forget what all the games are called at this point. There was one that was like a lot of people died in it where you're just trying to get to the top of a... Uh, like the water was rising or whatever. the goop
1: That was one was rising. brutal.
0: That one was brutal, and I was really like I lost on it maybe like one out of every like twenty times. Like I was really good at that one, so I would just mm-hmm. like there'd be whatever thirty five people left, and then there'd be like six left at the end, and I, like that's the only way I got close to winning ever, and, and I did win. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. It was like it was like a fun, thrilling game. I just think it need it badly needs like a iteration, like a sequel that like you know tightens it up a bit because I think this could be like it, it could be a really big. As much as these games that are sort of loosey and cartoony, like, I mean, Fortnite's huge, not to compare it, but, like, mm-hmm. um, I think if they iterated on it and then they made, like, a Fall Guys 2 that was, like, a little tighter and the online actually, you know, made sense and et cetera, et cetera, I think it could be really good.
1: Yeah, but, I, I kind of felt sorry for them, I feel like. What became, what was sort of, like, a a really sweet story of, like, this tiny game blowing up? then they were like oh fuck like we didn't expect this and it's the pandemic and we 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 haven't got any more shit to give you and then i yeah, just turned yeah. on it you know
0: it it took a really long time like to, for them to sh- get the second season or whatever out and then by the time like i was so off of it by then um and then among us i guess took its place
1: yeah i remember reading the thread on rosetera when the the new like map or like couple maps came out and everyone was like is that it I've waited three months for this. What have they been doing? And it's just like, it's hard. But, like you said, you know, it's cutthroat. And, and um, especially this year, where if something sort of like starts to fade, it's like, what's going to fill the void, you know? And I, I don't mean like it was contrived or that, that Among Us would take its place or anything. I just mean, culturally, it's like. Yeah. It was such a ripe year for sort of like Zeitgeist stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And Among Us is just like, you know, that's also a really nice feel-good story as well. So Like
0: even stuff like Animal Crossing or whatever that, you know, I got really into and played for 80 hours or whatever, like the first month. Mm. I feel like people would have been more critical of it had it come out in a regular year where it's like, oh, the online features are terrible, uh, etc., etc. Like there's a lot of issues with that game. That, you know, I think people would not have had the patience for if, um, you know, came out in a different year where, like, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll watch the 20-minute animation of somebody's plane arriving to visit their island or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff like that, but also just, like, I think this was a game that was just so... You know, has a good vibe. It's like a really fun vibe and, and like colorful and this and that. So I think like people, it was just like right in the wheelhouse of everybody at the time. And you're mm-hmm. right. Like there's a ton of stuff like these like social games were like extremely huge. Like how many freaking copies of Jackbox sold during this? Yeah. And like, I bought two. But, um, you know, it, it, yeah, I, I completely understand why it's not as popular as it is. But I think they could do something fun for a sequel. But, you know, sorry, Switch, you lost negative one. Everyone's yep. over this game. Um, High Roll Warriors: Age of Calamity expansion pass announced. Um, mm. Next, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Muso
1: games. Do you not like them though? No,
0: I, I like. I never played like a, like. I played the demo for I. I think I played a demo for a Dynasty Warriors back in the day, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And then I played the Age of Calamity demo because I'm like, "This like I love the look of this because it's like Birth of the Wild art style." So I might like this more, and I was like, I don't understand this at all. There's just something about like being able to kill so many people at once with like one swoop of a sword. I'm just like, this just doesn't feel like the power fantasy I want out of like you know taking on a huge army or whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, I got into the the first Hyrule Warriors a little bit, like um, just looking for shit. You know, you just go into a shop, a uh, digital shop or whatever, and you're just like, I'm just gonna buy something. Yeah, it was like that. It was like I'm gonna buy something. I looked it up a little bit and I bought it. And uh, it the guy open. at the store said it was really good. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like it was good. It was fun. I mean, it's the best Muso game I've played. I'm not like a huge Muso fan. I kind of it was the first one that I played, and I was like, oh, I get this now. I kind of understand what what it is. But uh, the kind of man like the stuff people are saying about this game is crazy to me. <laughs> just like oh it, it's connected to breath of the wild and it like it, oh, it's gonna give us like the fucking law like behind <laughs> breath of the wild and it's like it's a muso game and also like they've got nothing else to bring out like you know when it came out and so they yeah. had to sort of like push it as the the, the big Christmas. nintendo game yeah yeah and it's fine like i'm not saying it's bad or anything like that but it was just like and i'm just talking about resetter like Nintendo fans and etc are just completely fucking bought into it and they were like, it's gonna be a masterpiece. Oh my God. And all like, it's gonna advance the story. It's just like, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, and it ends up just being another one of those. Also, what Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild lore are they fucking talking about? <laughs> Do they mean those cutscenes in Breath of the Wild where like he was talking to that, was it a fish lady he was in love with?
1: I Who, don't remember. Or was it
0: a, I don't even remember at this point, but it was just like, I remember just like long cutscenes where he was silent. And then Link was just talking to somebody that was like, Oh, Link, I love you. We, we cannot be together. And I was like, what? Link was in love with, like, a fish woman?
1: I have like, I don't need to see this. I'm being it.
0: Like, I like that Link has a love interest that is in Zelda who's, like, clearly not into him. And it's kind of a <laughs> pathetic, nice guy situation going on. Um,
1: the ultimate simp.
0: The ultimate simp. Legend of simp. Um... <laughs> So, you know what, I'll give it a neutral just because I was being mean about Zelda. So, you know, (laughs) it's free. I'm not going to say it's a negative. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection announced. Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. And Ninja Gaiden 3. Razor's Edge. Seems like nobody likes the Sigma editions of these games. I've never played the Sigma edition. I had only played Black
1: and the original
0: on Xbox. And it's a great game that I could not get more than like 10% into, but... Um, Block
1: is, is an is amazing game. It's really yeah. incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. I it mean, looked like,
0: incredible for the time. Like God, the, like I just remember. What it, the I, fuck? It still looked good. Like
1: now. If I remember one of my like sort of most um, what's the word? Sort of like visceral game in memories is yeah. the first like five minutes of Ninja Gaiden. Or is it Gaiden? Oh yeah. Is it Gaiden or Gaiden? Gaiden, right? Right. Ninja Gaiden. Oh Oh my God. Like what if that's some magic stuff? Like, so can we just talk about Ninja Gaiden now?
0: Yeah, sure. Like I, my story was, it was pretty fun. Like I did this weird thing where back in the day, like, I, I don't know if it was like for March break or something like that. When I was a kid, I was like, Oh, I really want to play Splinter Cell. <clears throat> Cause I would see the box art at Blockbuster and then look online and had great reviews. I'm like, this looks so cool. You know, I love like this idea of like a, you know, military stealth game. Like it was really cool to me. So I rented the Xbox, like the console at a Blockbuster. (laughs) And I rented that. And then I rented Splinter Cell. And then I rented Ninja Gaiden 1. And I remember taking the game because it was rated M up to the counter. And the guy said to my mom, and I think I was like, how old was I at the time? Maybe like 10, 11, however old I was. Uh, Probably, maybe I was like 12. And the guy was like, by the way, this is a mature way to game is supposed to be for people over the age of 18. Are you okay with your son renting this? And my mom kind of side eyed me like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then they're like, what is in that game? Like, what is it? They thought it was like, I don't know. Like, that was like the peak of panic around, you know, Grand Theft Auto and... You kill a hooker and then you... like, Whatever, you take the money that you spent to have sex with her and then you... I don't know. <laughs> like, there was all this like awful, awful, you know, Jack Thompson stuff about yeah. games. And... Um, and then they watched me play it, and it's just like, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And they're like, "This is what is like rated M," and it was just like, "Oh," because you
1: know,
0: like, it's not that violent, really. Like, it's like, but really... also,
1: because I was just thinking, are they like sort of? This is what happened with my mom. Is like, the GTA stuff also kind of seeped into like the UK, although not as much. Um, but my mom just thought it was like every game was basically a sort of like contemporary. Lurid, yeah, like sort of like gangster thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like fantasy was not a thing. It was like it. It's just this, you know. So yeah, like, is this a game about having sex with sex workers? That like that's the game. So maybe yeah. they were just thinking, oh, it's just fantastical ninja stuff, like he gives a fuck kind of thing.
0: Like I don't know what my mom thought would happen that I would you know you know accidentally have sex with somebody the next day if i played it god forbid and don't worry i didn't for many many (laughs) many years um but yeah like and then they watched it and they're just like um it was just like very cartoonish like it's very like you know it's like a really not really super violent Like you slash somebody and there's like a blood splatter and then they're like oh my god like i can't believe this is like what the guy was talking about and then left the room and then as soon as they left like girl with huge boobs comes out and it becomes like super like it's not like there's nothing graphing those games but like a team ninja game so it's just like you know scantily clad ninja women um that's what i was like okay i'm glad they left before that because this is they probably thought i was gonna go full on gaiden on that you know on that lady but um yeah i I fucking loved it i like i could not get past the dragon boss and i then I bought the game and I still couldn't get past the dragon boss. And I, I should probably revisit it, but it's such an incredible game! Like the the first you know hours, just so like, oh my god, this is like what a hard game is like in co- yeah. like a contemporary hard game, rather than being some like you know side scroller or whatever.
1: What's the dragon boss? I don't remember.
0: They were just. I remember I was in a city and there was this big red uh, dragon and or pink or purple or something like that, and I just like I couldn't figure it out because like there. I think the main problem with the difficulty of that game is just like stuff can come off from like out of the screen and attack you. And I was just getting like hit as soon as I was like trying to run away and dodge or duck or whatever. I'm going to look it up right now. Ninja Gaiden, Dragon, Boss.
1: That really is the only problem with the game from a sort of when you're kind of comparing it with, you know, other character action games, like the best of the best and stuff. The only thing that really comes up for Ninja Gaiden is that you get attacked off screen. Yeah. Because in, in, in Bayonetta, they took that out. So, one of the ways to kind of cheese that game is if you position a camera so enemies aren't on the screen, they don't attack you. So, you can kind yeah. of, like, siphon off stuff. But, yeah, that game, I mean, other than that, I mean, the time it came out in and stuff, and it's still what, one of the top three character action games ever. Oh, it's so good. So.
0: Like, clearly an influence on stuff like, I don't know, not maybe not Demon's Soul, but just, like, stuff like that where just, like you
1: know, yeah, difficult I know.
0: combat games probably. I've
1: like, um, never made that connection before.
0: But, um, you know, Sigma, I don't know what the deal with that version of it is. I don't know if you know anything about that, but apparently people yeah. are upset that it's that version.
1: Yeah, that's not, I don't I, mean, I, I kind of, I have a feeling that Ninja Gaiden Black is uh, Microsoft exclusive and that they still have the rights to it or something. Yeah. Because the reason Sigma came from the PlayStation 3 port. So, yeah. And then ever since then, you are still not being able to get black anywhere. It's just balance and stuff, you know. I think they maybe they added like sort of superfluous things that you have to go through, and they kind of like did they, they remove the gore a little bit, like the capitations and stuff? Maybe that was the second one. I don't know. You know, it's like no, but I think that,
0: I think it was just like remade, rebuilt, or something like that by a different developer, and like apparently they changed the controls and well, it stuff was, like that.
1: Right. It was um, it was Team Ninja, but without. Itagaki, the guy who directed yeah. the first two.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's cool that there's still like you know the franchise is still alive in some way. Um, you know I'd play it if it was like you know the definitive version, but I you know, I have black, so I should just go back and fire up my 360 if it still it's, uh, works.
1: Yeah, it's 4K on Series X as
0: well. Well, I don't have one, so that's pretty irrelevant <laughs> to me. So it's great for you though, and other. <laughs> All, you know, all 10 other uh, Series X owners. Um, (laughs) So, well, we got to the big news. Super Mario items will be added to Animal Crossing New Horizons this month. Uh, (laughs) uh, It looks so out of place with the Animal Crossing aesthetic. It looks really bad. But the cool thing I did see was, like, they have warp pipes, and you can add it to two two different sections of your island. That's cool. That's really cool. But, yeah, the mushrooms don't look good. Like, everyone's place is going to just look like a Mario level. So, they mm. destroyed the franchise, uh, ultimately. Yep. Um, uh, Nintendo 3DS sacred. title, Miitopia, arriving on Switch. Uh, Metopia, uh, Sure.
1: Is that the thing from Wii U?
0: No, it's the 3DS game. Uh, um. I don't know what the Wii U version was called, but it was like... this. It came out... Let me look at it. It came out 2016, and it got... 67 on Metacritic, but don't trust game. the critics. Buy it. Day one, it's... make up your own mind. I don't know. That's so weird. Like, wh- why are they just doing so many ports? I don't understand.
1: Oh, I get this. This is the, this was like an expansion on the, the Street Pass game. Do you remember?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Tamagotchi Life or whatever, right? Is that it? Whatever. It sounded like this... Tamagotchi, but I don't know. What it
1: yeah. Whatever. No one cares. Why we, yeah. who, who, who cares?
0: Tomodachi Life because i remember my sister would play that and like she really liked oh. that because it was a like, cute and it would just like make up all these funny scenarios and
1: things like I that. I remember that. that's yeah. not that is that the, okay. That's the street pass game, right? No, that was a real game? A real game. No, that i think that game had like street pass Origins. features.
0: Yeah. No features oh. in it. I don't know. But uh i think no but i think Metopia did have like street pass stuff in it, but like yeah, i don't know. I don't really uh... I don't know anyone who's going to buy this, <laughs> so I don't know why anybody would be into this now, other than, like, there's no Switch games coming out this year. Um, I mean,
1: that, that's it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, Outer Wilds also coming to Switch, a game I tried to play once, didn't understand, and then everyone one <laughs> of the best oh games in the last 10 years. But
1: I did the same thing.
0: It just looks so ugly to me, but
1: it I think I just, cool. like, bounced right off it. Yeah. It seems the cool. The design it seems
0: really clever. I just like I don't I didn't get it and then I I have a hard time with games like that they are like these puzzle games where it's like you figure it out. I'm like,
1: "No. <laughs> that's too hard." Yeah, and like uh I, it's the same for me. I've really got to be in the mood for stuff like that, you know. Yeah.
0: Like same for like, like The like... Witness that I need to like that's on, on yeah. my backlog. Um so, but that's cool that it's coming there. I just don't remember w- running really well on PS4, so it's weird that It's coming to Switch. So hopefully it sorted that out. Mm -hmm. Um, Weirdest news. Two Famicom Detective games are coming to Nintendo Switch in 2021. Detective. So these are old games from the family computer disk system in 1988 that were never released in North America. They've remade them for the Switch. How about that?
1: Are they remade or are they ports?
0: I think they're, like, uh, just, like, they updated the graphics and things like that to be modern. Because those games are, like, hell of old. So, like, the the art looks updated a bit. Um, maybe. But, yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah, because, de- oh, yeah, it definitely looks like an improvement on the old art. Um, which is cool. I mean, like, that's such a weird thing to remake. Like, as much as I'm tired of them remaking things, you might as well remake something. Or, not remake, like, remaster. Or whatever. I guess it is a remake, technically. Something... Uh, obscure like that, rather than you know, Skyward
1: Sword. I wonder. No uh, I wonder if you can turn it, turn it back to the, the Nes. That'd be cool. Because it kind of looks like shovelware. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. God,
0: uh, so many anime avatars have come from this <laughs> Nintendo Direct. That's Dear so God. mean
1: because the art and have you seen the cover for the original looks fucking sick
0: let me see oh it does look sick
1: it looks did like an they action never movie do that why did yeah. they never do a game with stuff with that stuff
0: no they have to animate the shit out of it for a modern audience hmm. pass i'll pass no it looks it looks pretty cool i'm just like adventure games i'm like hit or miss on usually miss because i just don't have the patience because i'm just like I could just watch a movie, you know, but uh, no, uh, it's cool that they did that though. Also, Samurai That's Warriors cool. 5, your favorite franchise, uh, headed to Nintendo
1: Switch. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, There's a
0: lot more. Th- I'm going to speed through these. Okay. New Monster Hunter Rise trailer. That's a thing. Legend Things. of Mana remaster. Yeah. I know you expressed some yes. excitement on that.
1: Oh, do you know what we can do? What? I can put, I can put a Legend of Mana song at the beginning of the episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking one of our soundtracks ever.
0: Well, I have good news. The game's music has re- been rearranged for this remaster.
1: I wonder, does it say if um, Shimomura is doing the remaster or not?
0: I don't know what that means, so I couldn't tell you. Noob. Uh, it didn't say, though.
1: She did the score for the original, so... Uh let me look okay. it up
0: music jesus uh uh, uh i don't know but okay. let's just say yes day one uh, day one that's cool i mean i'm not into that <laughs> shit because i don't like square games but it looks cute it looks good it looks the graphics look good um so happy for you and other nerds. I don't know what the score is at. Let's put them at a zero again. Um, Tales from the Borderlands. They said, you know, it's being ported to Switch, so you know, they said we're bringing that classic Borderlands humor to Switch. So I will be passing on the game because uh, I do not like the classic Borderlands humor.
1: I don't know, um, if they said that? Why did they say that?
0: Because they said that during the trailer. They're like, we're that's bringing our, like the Borderlands humor to Switch owners. Or, or
1: something. that's stupid. <laughs>
0: Which seemed like a bit like rando. Well, uh, charge against gone. humanity humor. For... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's not Borderlands humor because it's not written by the Borderlands people. Who's, uh, I guess
0: it's in the vein of that great, great humor from the other I, games. But I know people that are really into Borderlands, but I don't know. I'm I've done with Telltale the, games at this point.
1: I've played the game. You've played it? Is yeah, it it's, good? It's way better written than Borderlands. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's surprisingly decent. Like, there's a kind of like a small sort of fan community for it you know it's if you it's the universe so it's like the universe in of itself in borderlands is just inherently cringe but yeah it's like they do the best that they can do with with i mean like walking dead is
0: lame to me too like but yeah um i fucking loved the first season of of that and the second season was pretty good like so yeah like I, i think they're they were RIP, really good writers and stuff like that. So, like, I, I, can, I can see them doing something good with a franchise that it. It has like an aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's great. I mean, it just feels like perverse that they're still releasing games from this dead. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's, weird. it's crazy. Um, RIP, Telltale. You will be yep. missed. Um,
1: Salmon Max. Sorry, go.
0: Salmon Max. All these weird things that I completely forgot about, like Jurassic Park and Back oh, to the Future and stuff like oh, that.
1: That is a forgotten game. Yeah. Like how Jurassic Park uh, Telltale. Game of Thrones, they did like they did all oh, yeah. they all these
0: huge franchises. And yeah. Nobody cared, I guess. I don't know. Like maybe they sold well. I have no idea. I just like I'm a big fan of like let's say Back to the Future or Jurassic Park. And I had no interest in playing them. Um for some reason. But I'm sure they were fine. Um Capcom or Decade Stadium were surprise releasing on Switch today. That's great. It already came out. Yes, sir. Apparently, and Stubbs the Zombie is coming out for oh, yeah. Switch. That an uh,
1: Xbox Xbox game?
0: Yeah, it's an old Xbox game. Um, that one of the like few. It has like yeah. a cult following, I know.
1: It's one of the few platformers, 3D platformers of that generation that I've never played. Alongside um, Voodoo Vince, never played that either. Everything else I've played, I used to fucking love 3D platformers. So.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I'm a big 3D platformer fan, too. Like, I might rebuy 3D World just because it scratched that itch. I played oh, yeah. the Galaxy games over the last year, and I'm mixed on that franchise compared to, I mean, that series compared to most people, but I still, you know, I love 3D platformers. Um, I'll just skip through the rest of the Neon White, announced for Nintendo Switch, uh, become an assassin of demons in heaven in this first-person card battler um, I will pass on that uh, <laughs> DC Superhero Girls Teen Power announced for Nintendo Switch. Play as superheroes like Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Bat, and Batgirl, and they're teens at the time. So I think you get put on a list if you buy that game. <laughs> <laughs> Plants vs Zombies is still going on. Complete Edition Battle for Neighborville, very cool. Um, knockout city announced world's end club arriving 2021 bravely default to saga frontier remastered oh. is that something that interests you
1: i don't think i've ever played the saga games but um, no <laughs>
0: okay you're like wait that's a square game i need to stop and <laughs> <come on." laughs> ghost and goblins remaster or resurrection whatever that is is that was that did that previously exist before ghost and goblins resurrection
1: it was announced uh, Um, but something else, yeah. Yeah.
0: Apex Legends gets a new trailer coming out March 9th, another game that I saw playing. And that's it. Mm. So overall, great show. Um, Everyone came out really positive about what's happening this year for Switch. I mean, like, I guess this doesn't cover everything. They said this is going to focus on, you know, what's coming out the first half of 2021, which is a lie because they showed Splatoon. <laughs>
1: Fucking lie. And...
0: You know, Triangle, Project Triangle Club, or whatever the fuck that was called. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it was pretty disappointing because I think people were expecting stuff about Breath of the Wild 2, or I don't know. Because they did the weird things where they'd be like, oh, by the way, Mario 3D World has come out this week, and I hope you're enjoying it. And then they were just like, stop talking about it. (laughs) And everyone thought, like, ooh, DLC, or like, ooh, another Mario announcement. It's like, no.
1: No, they're just reminding the fans, you know, fans who will watch a Nintendo Direct Live that a Mario game is out so in case they didn't (coughs) know
0: in case you think we forgot Mario we didn't Um, (laughs) but yeah it was pretty disappointing I mean like they're probably going to do another one at E3 and we'll see if they focus on you know I'm sure then they'll announce Metroid Prime 4, Breath of the Wild 2 uh, Star Tropics uh, Mother 4 uh... (laughs) (laughs) Mother (laughs) 4 what else is Uh, the I wrote a list didn't I what Pokemon the, uh
1: Pokemon with Pokemon Stadium Mod- graphics. Pokemon
0: Moderna and Pfizer <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever the next one's gonna be called um yeah I don't know I guess like I was thinking like what are like the big franchises that like haven't been touched. I guess like they just should do another Mario game at this point because it's been almost four years and like uh obviously things like Metroid and things like that. I guess like the big thing coming out this year that's like a franchise is pokemon snap which was like a surprise announcement a while ago and i forgot about that until which they weirdly didn't mention at all even though isn't that coming out like in april or something like that
1: uh, i didn't even know it was a thing pokemon mm-hmm. snap yeah
0: yeah new one new pokemon snap april 30th 2021 um oh. i love the first one as much as that game is like three hours like long yeah. i i replayed it a bunch of times as a kid um, and pretty recently to be honest but it could be Don't interesting
1: such a nintendo nerd
0: uh no i am a playstation fanboy as (laughs) dictated by the premise of this podcast but uh yeah that's it i mean hopefully they'll announce some of the big stuff at e3 and like something will come out for you know i'm sure something will have to come out at the end of this year because it's like what i know that covid really impacted their development but really what else do they have going on
1: yeah i i don't know man like what is their Christmas game? Like I don't know, what is their Christmas
0: release? Are they gonna do like don't worry, Wind Waker HD is coming out for Christmas?
1: It's hard for them because because this is gonna sound like really sort of shit posty, but like if they don't hold up the system, not much else will. Whereas yeah. when you look at sort of like, you know, Sony and, and Microsoft, they can kind of this year and maybe next year be kind of bailed out by You know these big third-party, you know, like Assassin's Creed, that was like a bailout for them as a launch game because yeah, for sure. Oh oh, shit, this was ready. Let's go, kind of thing. Yeah. For Nintendo, you know, they don't really get that. So if their if their stuff is just disrupted, then you know that's it. I I don't know. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, I think the idea of the Switch being like, oh my god, finally they're like focusing all their development on one console. But then again, it's like the games are a little more ambitious and let's say like the, the development costs associated with like a DS or a 3DS game. Like I'm sure it's a lot simpler to, you know, have the budget to make those games like in tangent with the Wii or the Wii U or whatever. And like, don't get me wrong, like I hated the whole Wii Wii U era for Nintendo And as much as there was a lot of great games, especially for the Wii U for just like how short that time frame was. Um, yeah. It was just like an amazing amount of like franchises coming back to life in a really cool way. Um yeah, just like it is a little disappointing that like for example, like the Switch came out in what, twenty seventeen. It's like there's still not a Metroid game. They haven't touched Star Fox. They haven't like there's a lot of stuff they haven't touched. And even things like Mario, it's like we had Odyssey, which is like a game that is a little divisive but still well loved and I adore it. And um yeah. I'm just wait I was just like why don't they do the whole Odyssey two like they did Galaxy two thing. Yeah. Like I'm just like I know. It's
1: a lot to ask. But. Yeah, it's hard to... I mean, I, honestly, I don't know how many development teams they have. I'm, so, I'm sure you can find out on Wikipedia sort of how many big teams that they have, you know, that could do a Mario game. Yeah. It's tough. Like, I think it was always a pipe dream to be like, one system means double the games, like you said. Yeah, for sure. That's not realistic. The Metroid thing, I don't care about Metro Prime because it's too hard. <laughs> But I love I the first one. I just like
0: I'm not good at it, but
1: yeah, I understand. You know, the clamor for a new retro game for it's sure, because like the last yeah. thing
0: they did was like Tropical Freeze, right? Or then they yeah. did some weird like that weird Metroid multiplayer game that everyone hated on 3DS or whatever. I remember when they <laughs> announced like a new Metroid game.
1: Oh shit! And, yeah. um, <laughs> that was that really was funny. funny. That was
0: probably the funniest mislead. Like that was funnier <laughs> than the Zelda mislead. I remember like, uh oh, retro game is coming out with something, and then um <laughs> what was it called oh my god uh it's
1: like hunters or something or was it like is, the no
0: that was the i hated it. that game was terrible but like <laughs> um sure games uh multiplayer retro um it was metroid Studios. sorry that's the problem uh what what oh god it was so fucking funny maybe they didn't make it maybe they didn't make it never mind um huh. But I just wow. remember they were um, announcing it like they announced like a new Metroid game and it was like the ugliest looking like four player multiplayer game. And it was just so funny <laughs> to <laughs> see everyone's reactions to that. But I mean like it is disappointing. I'm just like at this point, I'm just I love Nintendo a lot, breaking character again, but um it just honestly the amount of sixty dollar American, eighty dollar Canadian, whatever pounds you got going on there, uh games. Coming out that are just ports of ten year old, five year old games. It's like, okay, come on. Like this is getting ridiculous. How do you not like bundle Skyward Sword with like, you know, Wind Waker or something like that, which you already have an HD port of. You literally just have to port it. Like, I don't know. I, I'm a little
1: I don't know either.
0: It's it's a little unforgivable at this point. Like the three D All Stars thing was so bottom Fuck of the that. barrel. The, like I bought it and I'm like, I felt and I played it and it was fine, but it just like I felt ashamed to pay full price <laughs> for that can not like they just don't like they just know that they have like the that deck of just we can release um all these old games at a steady drip whenever we want and people will buy them cuz you know they have no way to play like these three uh, these N64 games cuz we don't have an N64 virtual console like it's so fucked like it's like it's so, so like like fuck you like really like that's insane yeah. that you cannot play N64 games on your switch at all like mm. Or GameCube games or anything like that. Just, like, make an eShop that has all that stuff. Like, that should be, like, you know, it seems like a way to print money, but I guess, like, this is more effective for them. So, you know, you do you, but you lost this round, and ultimately, the console war forever. Um, but one more thing we wanted to talk about, I know that we took a long time to talk about this. You wanted to talk about a game you were playing. <laughs> this little-known franchise, I, like, a big part of being a games journalist like you and I are... Um, is talking about these little-known franchises that just don't get a lot of shine, and we just want to like make people discover new games. So, could you tell everyone that what you've been playing?
1: Matt? <laughs> GTA Four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I came to this country.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted you to do more, Nico. Oh, sorry. I mean... It's
0: like, I believed in the American dream. And or whatever, it's like, but it was garbage, so I had to start killing everyone. <laughs> like the game, the you they talk Like the Ludo narrative dissonance in that game is so fucking insane. <laughs> it is it's insane. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh,
1: would like, you know? So... I know you like
0: it though. Like, let, go ahead and talk about
1: it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm more, so okay. Let's give some context, I guess. Like, um, it, on Series X, basically, it can like the back. It's backwards compatible on Series X. It's not on PS. 5 or ps4 actually so i found out that it can the series x can basically like through raw power boost the game to 60 frames per second because the game Mm -hmm. when it came out is uncapped frame rate yeah and there's not many games to have like uncapped frame rates and stuff so it's like a rare thing you know and it was on sale and i was like oh I i want to check this out again just downloaded it i don't know what to say about it really it's like it's For me, it's hard to get into GTA 4 because I think I've had like 15,000 different opinions about the game depending on how old I was. Mm -hmm. To go back to when it came out, that was absolutely the most excited I've ever been for a game. Really?
0: I didn't know you were that into the franchise at the time or it was just like how it looked or what?
1: I think I was really into the franchise. Mm -hmm. I was just like fully fucking sucked into that it was going to change everything. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, the way they, like, announced it, too, it's just, like, these little teasers, and, like, it's like, whoa, this is, like, next-gen or whatever. Like, it was incredible.
1: I mean, what do you think it is just shite, then?
0: I don't hate it. I mean, I did, like, I played it when it came out, obviously, and, like, I remember being really hyped for it the first few hours, and then, like, I liked it, and I actually weirdly bonded with the online bit for a bit with my friends. We played, like, the cops and robbers mode and stuff like that, even though, like, I never touched GTA five online, which is the biggest thing, gaming thing of in human history somehow. Um, but yes. I did play it at the time yeah. and I was just like, oh, this seems like a little I'd never actually played like a GTA game properly before. The only one I owned was San Andreas, like way after it came out. Um
1: huh. like
0: probably I got it like only a year before like I would play it mostly at friends' house at houses and we would do the uh uh let's see how we can get five stars first and like how long you can survive and stuff like that, which is like a fun way to play that game like for 30 minutes at a time or whatever but that was like my extent of my experience with gta and i played san andreas for a bit but i remember being extremely hyped for it because i'm like wow i'm finally gonna like properly play play through a gta game and i was just like these missions are kind of boring i liked like i respect that they stuck to an aesthetic and the story seemed like pretty interesting at first and then it kind of just petered out for me i think just like in retrospect i really like gta 5 i know people like Think that it was like a step back, like in terms of like tonally or whatever. Like I like that they leaned into the goofiness and this and that, and like as embarrassing as some of that stuff in that game is, um, I just like I love that game and like it. Probably that game probably is dated now, but it, when that came out, I was like, oh my god, like this is what I wanted. Like I I really wanted something that was like this vibrant world that I can interact with, and in four, I felt like nothing was really interactive. It was just a lot of like dour brownish gray buildings and stuff like that. And like, it's supposed to be New York, I guess, but I don't know. I, I I just didn't really, the gameplay was a little wonky. Everything felt heavy. The driving was very like Forza motorsporty where you had to like Mm -hmm. brake to turn and things like that. And I was just like, which I, I love Forza, but like it felt weird in a GTA game. So just like, this is a little too serious for me, for what I wanted to like really get into like the franchise for the first time, really. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a fine game. I just like, I don't know. I could never play it again.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think at one point I, when it came out, I was like, wow. And then maybe two <laughs> years later, I was like, that was the worst game I ever made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember saying People that turned wrong, out then. really hard afterwards. Yeah. And then I was like, no, it was great. And, it was and then for like four years or five years, I just didn't think about GTA 4 ever. Yeah, it's and, easy to forget about. And 5, I didn't like. I don't know why. I just didn't like it. That's crazy um, to me. Yeah, I just didn't get into it. Like, I got it with the PlayStation 4, you know, in like a bundle when yeah. we got our PlayStation 4. I and mean, my girlfriend went splits on the PS4. She beat the game. I think it was like. So she the liked Yeah, she really liked it. And I just, you know, when someone's kind of playing something and you, like, I know there's like different user accounts and stuff, but like you turn it on and it's like you load in the middle of the game. And then it's like, oh should I start a new save? it's just like, oh I'll just play it when you're done with it kind of thing. Yeah. And then I just didn't really. And every time I've started it, I've just been like I just I just don't care, kinda of thing. So I just uh, loved
0: how like the vibe like the world was so vibrant and like I was just like, wow, this felt like what? You know, an open, like I was just like blo- I remember being so blown away by that game because they didn't show. like I mean, they never do anymore, but like they didn't show any gameplay for five, obviously, before it came out. And then I was like, wow, like there's so much stuff you can do, and like the world is so diverse, and this and that, and like I'm obviously like I was, you know, I go to California, I have family there, so like it being just like an ape version of LA is so much more appealing to me than New York, Um mm-hmm. and like I like the sort of California references and this and that, so. I don't know, I, I I don't think the story of that game is really good and the characters are goofy or whatever. I just thought, like, just traversing the world and stuff was so much more fun than 4, which was just, like, this kind of, like, tried to be, like, their oscary, you know, yeah. ten, like, taxi driver moment or something like that. I was just like, this is uh, a little too yeah. self-serious
1: for me. No, totally. I mean, I totally understand. I, and I kind of think it's correct that 5 is sort of, like, more celebrated and stuff. I just think... You know, the further you get away from stuff, it can just become interesting, kind of, because the the context changes around the game. And like now, especially now, like where GTA Online is basically like is Rockstar, like fucking, we're never getting a sixth game kind of thing. It's sad. It bums me out so much. You look at four as very much the kind of like anomaly now. I mean, it does have some similarities to Red Dead Two in terms of the, the sort of sim leaning aspects of it but just my experience playing it now i'm just genuinely genuinely impressed the complexity and sort of um ambition of the the physics like the npcs um ai and stuff doesn't really ever amount to anything and i think with a lot of games that try and do that that is the case you know it's like a little bit like Watch Dogs Legion where it's like you did all this work but it doesn't really For this like
0: yeah this game that doesn't really have that much to do with it
1: right like Right it's like it never really manifests and it's like well in GTA 4 you can call an ambulance and stuff and then the ambulance comes and you can like pay them to get healed and stuff and i think the idea of like you know GTA i've played all of them even the first two 3 was absolutely you know Holy shit. Yeah. When that came out, like a lot of people felt that and it's cops, it's cops and robbers, the game. So, you know, the fundamental idea is basically, you know, I want to get chased by police and let's see what happens when I get chased by them. Yeah. And I think in four, ignoring all the story stuff and the tonal stuff, just because the driving is the way it is. The, yeah, hard, but rewarding. And like, The fucking physics, like, Ragdoll stuff is still so good. And they downgraded that a little bit in 5. And when you get into a chase scene in 4, I mean, stuff can happen. You know, like, the emergence or the RNG or whatever you want to call it. of Like, this character was there at that point when I turned, and this car turned out, and that flipped this, and then it exploded. I mean, it never really happens in, you know... In sync like an action movie, but those kind of variables just feel sort of unique in the fourth game.
0: So. Yeah, that was it. the thing for me was just like it felt almost like a tech demo-y type thing to me, where it was just like it was like a proof of concept kind of. And you're right that they yeah. kind of backed away with it with five. But I also think it's just because five just had so many more moving parts. Like, oh, you can swim and you can whatever, like, you know, there's airplanes and this and that, so they need to be a little more loosey-goosey with stuff, maybe? I don't know. Maybe it was just, yeah. like, the game feel they wanted to go for. But yeah. for it, just, like... There was just, like, such little stuff to do in the world where, like, I'm like, okay, the basis of this is... You know, the base of this is really interesting. And, like, making it more grounded, making it more realistic in terms of the physics. Like, it was all... Like, I, I respect all the choices they make and making it even, like, dour or whatever. But not that it's, like, super-duper, like, austere or anything like that. It just, it's just, like, a little too the atmosphere is a little too mopey for me um yeah but i just felt like there was just nothing to do in the world that was that interesting i just was like what do i what do i what do i do like there's no you can go on dates and stuff like that and like there's just like nothing fun about interacting with the world to me so like as cool as those physics are like that was the stuff that i thought was the funniest stuff in the game which is like oh i fell down the stairs and i look like you know, I'm contorting in 20 different ways and, like, that stuff was all really cool. Or, like, your car blows up and you fly, you know, and it looks so disturbing. <laughs> like, your body looks so lifeless. But, yeah, I just, like, I, I guess I go to those games being, like, oh, at any given moment, I want to be able to, like, you know, put a trail of gasoline and, you know, fly an airplane and break it. Like, when 5 had, like, just seeing that part in 5 where, like, there's an army base that you can break into and get a fighter jet, I'm, like, as dumb and 12 year old boys this is i am so happy that this is in here yeah and four was just like you can have a helicopter i guess
1: no i get it like i do you know there's something with five i don't know like maybe i'm being sort of harsh on it (laughs) Fuck (laughs) um with four i totally get like there's not that much to do you know you can role play a little bit, you can go into like a diner and like order a burger and stuff. Or yeah. you can like ring someone and if you're not asking for like a specific thing, they'll never pick up, you know. Or that's the limitations on the illusion can completely collapse at like any minute in yeah. in games like this. I just think for me personally, as someone who likes I really like Shenmu. Like that's <laughs> my thing. So I can sort of, you know, I can get into a sort of mode with these games. It's like, well, Nico wouldn't run there, so I'm just going to walk the entire way. or like I'm You're a role like, get... player, ultimately. <laughs> and I just think there's something that when you ground yourself in a game, forgetting all of the design stuff, just emotionally, when you, like, yeah. ground yourself in a game and stuff, and then you do, like, the same act. So like, if I shoot up somewhere in GTA 4, as opposed to like another open world game like Saints Row or something. It just feels more significant because I'm choosing to like break that sort of uh ambience or something. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. Th- like,
0: that was the thing for me too though. I'm like, why like why would this guy be shooting like cops randomly? Like he's an immigrant that's like trying to make it and whatever. <laughs> like it was just like this weird it's such a weird thing to install into like GTA, which has like got more and more outrageous as it went on, which I think is the yeah, tone totally. I like in those games. And then like this felt closer to like Red Dead or something like that, where it's like really grounded and this and that, or it's like it almost should like they could have just made another, called it something else, and I think people would have really enjoyed it. But because like Grant felt was like, oh my god, I'm gonna like rob like get a tank and then like blow up a gas station. It's like I keep on talking about blowing up gas stations. It's not something I want to do <laughs> in real life. Um, but yeah, I think just the awkward combination of those two things existing side by side and you know, I'm this immigrant that's trying to make it in New York, like Liberty City I mean, do you uh, not
1: just like detach and go, I'm going to shoot things now and it's a game so it's like what do you mean? for me, well, so for me like I think I've done like two two points where I've been playing it and I've just been like, alright, I'm bored I'm just gonna like shoot stuff and when I do that, I just mentally check out it's like, this isn't canon you know, yeah, yeah <laughs> Do you not just well, like, do that. I mean, it's a flaw 100%. I agree. The thing it's about like Five was
0: like you could do a little bit of that and still like because the driving was a little more arcadey and like there was so much more space and you could like go into the like you could get away with doing that in between, you know, doing your story missions or whatever a little bit more um versus well, I think the worst element like the wanted system in Red Dead, for example, is so bad that like it's so broken that like, I don't even know why they try to do like all the GTA trappings as much. Like it doesn't mm. even make sense for a red dead at a certain point where it's like, how do these people on this horse find me?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: like it doesn't really make sense. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I get that they try to go for a different tone. I just like, I kind of like the kind of free spirited nature of five where four is just like, no, you're in this like zone of this like gritty crime drama and this and that, which I respect. I just like, I almost thought it was like, it felt like half that their half foot in like one of their feet into like LA noir or something like that where it's like oh we don't really want to make a GTA game we want to make this like story game and then the other foot was like oh but it's still GTA so you can still like go on dates and then yeah. shoot your date or whatever it's just like okay yeah no I I did that's that a either.
1: very good point and and i think you're right you know when the tone of a game is is encouraging you to have fun and like yeah. every aspect of it's encouraging you to have fun. You can be more forgiven of like dissonance and stuff because you're getting those signs from you know your experience with it that it just wants you to kind of like let loose a bit and stuff. And I do think in five, you know, it still retains some of that sim. It, amazing attention to detail that those games have, oh, it's like Rockstar yeah. games have. And then with Red Dead Two, you know, I dropped it, but absolutely like, outstanding Oh, sort of that production. game is unbelievable.
0: I just, like, don't, I didn't, like, I could not, it was just so slow and, like, yeah. the, the attention, This the it's incredible, some of the stuff they did in that game. Like, it's so immersive, and I'm like, this is why I want GTA 6 so much, is because it's just, like, oh, God. like I can <laughs> like, that will be my most anticipated game, like, of all time, probably, just because it's like, and I'm not even that much of a rock star or partisan or anything like that. I'm just like I cannot wait to see what they do with like, especially certain features of the next gen consoles or current gen, yeah. if you're you and I. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, like the load times and this and that. They can do so many, so many innovative things with that. That, um, I, yeah, I just can't, I can't wait to see what they do with that. And like, I guess I'm a little bored of the Western setting or something like that. Like compared to GTA, which is just like, oh, I'm in a city and I can just do whatever I want and like. Obviously, there's always going to be some limitation where it's like, oh, I want to go into every single building. It's like, that's never going to happen, most likely. I mean, who knows? But. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, like, I, it's I really agree. exciting. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's just something. Of course, there's people who find the Western stuff more exciting, but generally, if you're a normal person, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the city, it's just that idea. Like, it's when you're five, six, seven years old and you're just like. Do you know what a perfect game would be? Is if you could like go, like you said, go in every building or like you steal a sports car? Or, like, yeah, you know, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like a it's power just, fantasy game or whatever, yeah.
0: just like a weird, violent, you know, impulse simulator, yeah. like which um, is like really self-aware in Five, but like to yeah. like to a silly degree where the characters are like one's like a psychopath and this and that. like it's like it gets a little goofy, but like. Yeah, I love the idea of like you know what I'm gonna break into this army base and like or I'm gonna like steal a boat or whatever and just be like fuck you I'm punching you kicking out of your boat and I'm like driving you over with your own boat and like yeah that kind of (laughs) stuff is more appealing to me versus like I'm gonna skin this cow or whatever (laughs) it is and I'm gonna bring that hide over to Miss Daisy who's gonna like I prefer but like I I, the attention to detail is incredible like if you get invested in that world like I totally understand like why that would be your favorite rockstar game.
1: I think it's because I'm just one. I'm a more mature person, but also than me. You know, when you've got like a refined taste and stuff, yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's why I think it's that's what the game Red Dead Two is for people who've
0: have like a they've been through the shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'll never get there. Probably, like I'll probably just stick in my. I agree. My childish Nintendo phase, you know. And ultimately, the games are too violent, and they shouldn't be making games where you can, you know, kill people uh, at all. Uh, so, you know, I won't be playing Red Dead 2 again. I will not be playing any more Rockstar games because, you know, they should not be made. Um, and I probably didn't play them because some guy at Blockbuster told my mom that <laughs> this game, you can <laughs> kill a hooker in it. So, fuck you, Blockbuster guy. I'm glad your
1: store got shut down. Um oh. The real loser of this podcast is Blockbuster. Yeah, the guy that
0: was like eighteen, who I thought was like thirty-five. That was just like <laughs> this game is violent. True enemy. Uh, but yeah, that's that should that's do it. it for this week. We got down yeah. to Nintendo and Nico Bellic. Maddie, who do you think won this week? Nintendo versus Nico. Go.
1: I think. I think <laughs> it's really about David and Goliath, isn't it? Because you're asking one person to go up against an entire company. Yeah. And it's really, does he have what it takes? So, yeah. canon canon version of Nico Belloc, I think he'd just, I think he'd see a Nintendo building and just be like, do you know what? It's not worth it. But yeah, I think but... non canon version of Nico Belloc, I think I could get through the whole building. I think I could go to the top of the building where Miyamoto <laughs> sits and just fucking take him out.
0: Imagine you start, oh, God. <laughs> Imagine you start just like guns blazing through the nintendo building and they have like the guards that are like dressed like i don't know boo or something (laughs) 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 just the swat team dressed up as like samus era just like taking you down Um, you know
1: that thing in gta4 when you like shoot someone and they don't like properly die they're like crawling across the floor yeah that's what i'll do (laughs) just seeing like luigi i'd be like i'll go to our numer and be like where the fuck is breath of the wild 2 and like kneecap him yeah you get you get the gist
0: these are not legitimate threats uh we love nintendo (laughs) we love
1: in the game
0: in the game game, i'm nico Um, okay so i'm gonna go for nintendo i think samus would blow nico's head clean off with one of her (laughs) charged <laughs> Laser
1: oh, that's who they're gonna announce in Smash, Nico. Nico. <laughs> That'll be fucking hype. Nico, Can you, was, how would they.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, when they announce the Xenoblade character, like she says, like, I got an invitation to join Smash. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is how they talk. Like, they're Ugh. aware of Smash. So I guess it'd be like, I come to this country, to <laughs> Smash. <laughs>
1: Whatever the fuck. His assist is, yeah, Roman's your assist. And it'll be like he'll come in like a taxi or something, and be like titties, and then nah. Yeah, it's gone. It's not funny anymore.
0: Yeah, it'll be morally That's... ambiguous. Uh, when you kill somebody, it's Smash. Anyway, thank you, Matty. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.